0: Welcome back to the Evolving Door Podcast. So happy for you to be listening to this again. This is the first episode we've released for quite some time. Happy International Women's Day today. It's a a special day for us. We've just signed a contract with an international sales agent for our film, A Girl Can Touch the Sky, which we're very, very excited about. And I want to share with you today an interview that I did almost exactly one year ago today uh, with Zia and Kushal Yousafzai. So they are... Malala Yousafzai's father and brother. And I particularly sat down to chat with them because one of the themes that came out of the film A Girl Can Touch the Sky was the need for men to be involved in the conversation uh, to try and help affect change around the world. Um, And also close to home, you know, in our families and our communities for women and girls. For those of you who don't know who Malala Yousafzai is, she's the youngest ever Nobel Peace Prize laureate. She's um won countless awards given talks all over the world and on the biggest stages she was a, a youth activist for girls education in Pakistan and she was shot by the Taliban and almost killed she ended up uh, being flown to Birmingham which is near where I live um, for surgery and she survived thankfully and has gone on to continue to be an incredible advocate for girls education all around the world She's just finished her degree at Oxford, she's just got married uh, and she's an incredibly powerful uh, emblem and ambassador for equality um, in the world. One thing you'll notice as well as you hear the podcast is we've referred to the documentary film as The Road to Vrindavan, which is what it was called a year ago. Since then we've changed the name uh, for its release to A Girl Can Touch the Sky, so just if you're hearing A Road to Vrindavan That's essentially the the film, A Girl Can Touch the Sky, which hopefully will be available for you to see all around the world in different... Areas uh, when with the release of it and through the sales agent, so watch the space um, we are on social media on the channels and we've got websites so please do connect with us um, For the production company is at Be Inspired Films for the film is at a girl can touch the sky and I'm at Ravenel So with no further ado let's dive in and hear from Zia and Kushal from the male perspective uh, On what we can do what are the challenges and so much more I hope you enjoy it. So, with no further ado, I'm gonna give ask you to give a big welcome to Zia and to Kushal. Thanks
1: so much. Thank you very much. much Thank you for having us. No,
0: it's yeah. great to be with you. For me. <laughs> and, him and him as well. And him. <laughs> um, no, it's wonderful. And you know, we've become friends in the last while since making the documentary. Zia, you are in the documentary. Uh, And you share some wonderful um, lines and we've had great conversations as well. What I'm particularly interested in. So for for anybody who's watching who who doesn't know, uh, obviously you're all part of Malala's family, Malala's father, Malala's brother. And so um, when I was making the documentary and I started to think about how do, what role would men have, I reached out to you because you're somebody from where you come from who changed the story is that fair to say yes you can say that yeah what was it like growing up give us a context right so my film is made in india but you guys grew up in pakistan um, not too far away from each other in one sense what is the typical before we come on to how you decided to to pursue your lives what's the typical kind of man or the typical what, how is a man supposed to be in that traditional context uh, generally,
1: yeah, I think as uh, we have watched your film, Roto Rindavan, Rindavan, yeah, and when I was watching their film, so I was thinking of the village life that I grew in, and the culture is quite similar. Mm. So it's South Asian thing, are the culture that is prevailing in the patriarchal societies, are. Uh, where there is narrowness, uh, there is uh, hardly any, any space for girls' education, women empowerment. So really, I grew up in a small village in the northwest of Pakistan. Mm. And life, like 50 years back, I'm 52 now and 51, so soon I'll be 52. Uh, it was very different from the life that is now like. Mm. Um, At that time uh, I grew up with five sisters and I had an older brother and I could see that uh, none of my five sisters had an opportunity to go to school. Mm. Uh, Apart from other little um, uh, injustices I can't say if these were small injustices, they were big in a way mm. uh, like uh, having some just part of chicken by boys, the bony one to the girls, mm. I having uh, more pair of shoes, bitter clothes, uh, I had sweeter and nicer conversation, they had not that kind of conversation with the elders of the family mm. but the big uh, discrimination or the big disparity was in terms of education Mm -hmm. because they changed our lives and they set the goals of our lives. Mm -hmm. So I took a different course of life in my life later because I was given an an opportunity uh, to have an education. Mm -hmm. And my five sisters, they didn't go to school, so their life destiny was decided as they were born. Mm Uh, and uh, I will not blame my parents, my father or mother, because I guess that was normal at the time. It right? was very normal in that time. <clears throat> like sending a girl to school was something very abnormal. Mm. So they could not do anything abnormal because my father was a clerk in the mosque. He was a Molana, And for him, even sending me to a school, to a modern education, was a step forward. Yes. Something very modern. So the society was patriarchal and I say the states are patriarchal. Like the government didn't make schools for girls. There were were only schools for boys. So growing up there, uh, 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 being educated there and uh, seeing my five sisters and other girls in the community. Mm. Like disappearing after uh, 10, 11 years old. Getting married. Yeah, married are after puberty not seen on the streets, on the rooftops playing. So always Uh, inside, like staying inside homes. So that was the life that I saw as a child, Mm -hmm. and um, uh, I I didn't know about it. That why I am special because my of my gender, like. But I knew. Did you know it was because you were a boy at the time? Yeah, yeah, I know that because. um, uh, uh, boys were boys were favored by boys were valued. This gen, gen, gender was the most precious, the most valuable gender in the community. Uh, people prayed to God. <coughs> people went after the saints if they didn't have sons, mm. uh, and people have many many daughters in search of a son. Yeah. So this was the common practice. And I'll tell you a story, and then I will give Charles some sometime to join the conversation. I'm sorry. But one story which my older sister told uh, before she died, she told my wife, and then Torpakai told me that what happened, my older sister, like my in the after my brother, like um, second in family, Mm. she is telling a very interesting story and very shocking story as well that when my mother had like pangs, uh, uh, pangs. to, 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 to bring me into this world Uh, and she asked my sister that, um, uh, go after the, um, what they call nurse or midwife, midwife, (laughs) go after the midwife of the other uh, uh, community or the, or the adjacent uh, Mm. town or village, Uh, because she was trying a different midwife that I was the fourth child, uh, and uh, before me, there uh, were three sisters. She had three daughters in a row. So they thought maybe the midwife was, was cursed. This, this, or yeah, <laughs> just trying this, uh, just trying this, uh, uh, this, this, this trick or trying this something different. different yes, yeah. yeah, s- this kind of uh, superstitious thing yeah, yeah. that if she changes the midwife she will have a son. Uh. And then I came into this world because she changed the midwife. (laughs) And later in life, she used to tell this to the people, oh, their midwife was very lucky. Mm. She was very, um, she proved very lucky for us. She she, she proved Mm. very lucky for her. Mm. And also she declared my sister very lucky because she went after her to bring her. You understand? So anyone who has any connection exactly. with the boy, so the boy it's almost like a, a magic touchstone or something. Exactly. So this is the study of the importance of a boy. The mm-hmm. people who are involved are special as well. In those blessed, superstitious kind of things yeah. was a blessing. Wow. Anyway, so this was the
2: thing.
0: It's amazing. And, and I mean, what do you think yeah. when you hear that story or, you know, because obviously you came to England when you were quite, what age were you when you came?
2: uh 13 something
0: Still old enough to remember yeah back home as well so what how do you kind of make sense of it uh did you see any of that
2: kind of stuff when you were growing up as well um first of all i want to touch on the fact that it was it's kind of like the women were given value based on a boy being born and like you know in society they're not given much credit Mm. they're only given credit if the food is nice one thing i've noticed a couple of things um yeah. as as a brother when i was um as a brother of malala when i was growing up and you know he set a great environment for us so we didn't i didn't come across a lot of patriarchy okay but i know like there were certain my my sisters friends um female friends their brothers were very against them going to school um and you know i looked at myself and the freedom i had um especially now when I look back on it like it is almost it means a lot to me and to know that a lot of females are kind of robbed of that right mm. um, it's sad to see because if my freedom means so much to me and it, for me to be human I must be free yeah, yeah. Um, but it must mean that much to everybody right yeah.
0: if it means that much to you yeah. it must mean that much to each girl each as well, girl right? yes
2: yeah. Yeah. and you know I, me and my dad talk about it, empathy will get us really far if um, if boys imagine themselves in girls' positions. Mm. And another thing, when you touched on the topic of school, was co-education is also, you know, pretty much forbidden there. Mm. Uh, when I was in year four, they were like, they separated us. They're like, no more girls in boys' education. Is like, that getting to a certain yeah. age? So then what happens with that is the understanding between male and female, it, it breaks yeah. Because when, when, you have, when you interact with females, you learn they're human just like us. they have mm. emotions just like us. Yeah. But when you separate them, you create that division, that, oh, now, now you've created a superiority and inferiority complex says between the two genders, uh, uh, sexes or, yeah, uh, in the society. Mm. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a shame to see, but you will change welcome.
1: I'm, I'm hopeful. So uh, you didn't see much of patriarchy in the uh, home or in the family. You were born and you were... Mm-hmm. Growing up, but did you see any matria- matriarchy like?
2: Matriarchy oh. <laughs> <laughs> means where
1: the women are in charge. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, nah, I've. Uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I've always, um, you know, the way he he's brought brought us up. He, I've always, you know, whenever my my sister has been taken care of more than me, let's say, like quotation mark, <laughs> I've, I've I've always been okay with it. You know, my f- family means a lot to me. that like happiness. Yeah. Um But do you, yeah. that's a very interesting question actually. Yeah. Do you think
0: that things can go out of balance in both directions?
2: It did. Uh <laughs> it did. Um I've, i think I mentioned it to him, like especially when Yeah. But I, I, it kinda made sense what he was very busy with school. Yeah. And um then later on, then it was kinda, you know, even up. But when Malala's education rights were being taken away and all the girls in the community yeah, yeah. Excuse me, then they had to like, they became a team because they obviously had to speak
0: against, and then
2: not, yeah, and in that kind of um, situation, I don't blame him, the boy gets neglected. Um, Because
0: there was um, almost like an emergency in the family, so that took over. Yeah,
1: but I like Hushal that uh, he met a friend of mine, Ahmad Shah, he was a very close friend of mine, and he told my friend that I'm being ignored. friend. I was shocked. <laughs> like, you I didn't I realize. So happy. You, you didn't realize that. No, I didn't realize that because, as you mentioned, when you are in a battlefield, mm-hmm. you don't think of many things because it was the kind of battlefield that we were fighting for our rights. Yeah. I was raising my voice, like father, like daughter. She was raising her voice, and yeah. girls' education's right was taken away. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it was more a time that she was speaking, and also, I mean. Um, uh, she was uh, older than Khushal. Sure. So, but obviously seeing me all the time together with her or speaking to, to media, he he would have naturally thought that, oh, what's special in her? or Why is she? So oh, then, what about oh, me as well? Yeah. yeah, so he he had this conversation with my friend and then my friend told me and then I was shocked and then I had conversation with Khushal, but uh, he was... Um, Considerate and uh, he was yeah. kind, and he what uh, he, he said that uh, uh, like he accepted and it's not me, he forgave yeah. me. it's fine, yeah.
2: Retrospecting, it was a very tough situation, you know. I don't yeah. blame him, but then apparently, also, you know, they must be aware of this kind of stuff because later on it has cons- not repercut what word am I looking for? It, uh, not no consequence, as in because men when we and Abba came to this country. We had a lot of arguments, and there was that disconnection that you know mm-hmm. that bond had to be built up. And you know, that is especially you know, teenagers pretty much make or break relationships in a sense. In that sense, it's a
0: difficult time, it's, it's, a difficult a, it's time, usually yeah. a difficult time anyway. Yeah. But we'll come on to it. Obviously, when yeah. you came here and you were just becoming a teenager, that was an especially difficult time, yeah. as well. But, um, just to go back, um, so not in your own family did you see the patriarchy so much but you must have seen it outside like so with uh did you have any friends when you were young that were girls would that be (laughs) unheard of or
2: yeah i i had a couple couple of friends yeah
0: and would their families have allowed you to or a certain age you had to stop or
2: we we were in a good community but what Mm. what what really hurt me was when year four we had i had become very good friends with my classmates Mm. and you know we used to be in the same class we became learn from each other yeah. all the you know play hide and seek and stuff and all of a sudden year five you move into a boys school and we, me and, me and our, our friends we all cried you know yeah. um, because not only were we, we were happy there in that school we found our our place in that sense Um and friends and
0: yeah
2: yeah and then I didn't understand that that was the reason that because I'm a boy and there are girls that's why we've been separated Not explained true. it really nah not really no nah. And, you know, it's, it highlights the insecurity of society. Mm. That, um, you know, a kid, kid doesn't think that way. You be, the, the, the society, the system they've, they've put in place, that's what creates this division.
0: Well, I was going to ask you that, because it's one of the things that I touched on in the film when I went to Barefoot College. I asked them, you know, in, in, in India at the moment, I don't know, it maybe similar in Pakistan, there's a lot of sexual violence Mm. Yeah, extreme, Mm. even rape and all kinds of, you know, violent things. Mm -hmm. Um, And I said to the lady there, the teacher, I said, maybe part of that um, inability to function and interact between the sexes in a more healthy, balanced way could be because, like you said, that they're they're kept so so separate. So I wonder when you were separated and the boys were then in the only boys' school, did the boys? Uh, did you ever talk? Like, did you hear your friends? Like, what was their sort of attitude towards girls? Did they have respect, or did, as they got into puberty, did they start to? What was the? What was this? What was it like?
2: You know, so a lot of sexual <laughs> conversations start to you know take yeah. place around that. Yeah, and plus, you know, I I I realized that. You know, in, in, in documentary, you know, there was that great guy that, you know, had, you know, changed his views. and oh, she Russian, yeah, yeah, he yeah. said that he used to tease girls, hit on them. And, yeah, you know, yeah. like I know a lot of boys, they also used to, you know, stand outside the school, girls' school. Yeah. And they would hate it if it happened to their sisters.
1: You but know, they, someone, yeah, they would yeah.
2: actually pick up a gun and kill that person. Yeah. And because their ego would be so hurt. But then they they go and do it themselves, so it is extremely double standard and hypocrisy in that sense. Yes, you see, I
0: suppose it happens the world over. You know, like in my country, in Ireland, when I grew up, I went to a mixed school, but a lot of the more, a lot of actually, funnily enough, the private schools, you know, the more expensive schools were separate. Mm -hmm. But yeah, they would they would be separate in school, but then outside school they would be wild (laughs) because they're you know. it's almost like a girl then becomes like um, an alien almost, yeah. you know. You, can, you can't get yeah. access, so then they, they, they kind of go crazy. They're more, yeah. excited. They're more excited about it. Yeah, them, yeah. Um, but um, so in this Barefoot College where we went, they talked about the idea that, like, like you said, keeping them together so they understand what is it like to be a boy? What is it like mm. to be a girl? What are the feelings? What are the yeah. you know, challenges and so on? Um, But I I think the fear is so much connected to, see here, people can go out together, have a boyfriend or a girlfriend. They might uh, have two or three and then find the person they want to settle down with. But in some of the more traditional cultures, the idea is is that none of that should ever happen. And the first one will always be the husband or the wife. So they feel like it's too much of a risk Mm -hmm. to allow them to mix, right? So what do you think about that? I mean, in some ways you can say it's a nice system, you know, from the old days in the village context, maybe, or something like that. But as the world is changing and everything, what, especially Kushal, so you're, you're, you know, we're married yeah, already, <laughs> but, you know, you're a young guy and everything. What do you think about that? What are your thoughts about all that stuff?
2: So personally, you know, I would want to get to know a female before I marry them. Hmm. Because although they say, oh, arranged marriages have less divorces, but usually in those cultures, divorce is not an option. You know? Yeah. Um, so and that requires becoming friend with the female. And if that friendship aspect is taken away and females are just put into category, oh these are the this set of speeches or this set of, you know, people is gonna be is meant to be married someday and you need to go and, you know, get a job. And then one day when you're 24, until then, don't they say don't have sex, but men are going to go and do their thing. Yeah. But then, <laughs> and yeah, and then when you're that age, then you go, in, that does, it's not going to work. You know, what about the female's choices? What about their personal preferences and their um, what they would like? Yeah. You know, they're humans just like us, just like I've got these preferences. So if this cycle continues, we'll be stuck in it and it will be, become very unhealthy so you know like the idea of tradition we talked about earlier it is very tricky because change people are scared of change
0: definitely
2: yeah. um so it's about adapting you know if, if humans as me and mother were also speaking about change is so important as evolutionary beings if we don't adapt we, we die mm. um so mm. with our traditions with our mm. values we must keep on adapting um to because the focus is that everyone must have equal rights, you know, their happiness, their lives are, you know, is given value and priority. Um, and that won't be possible if we neglect half of the species. Yeah. yeah.
0: You know what's fascinating is um, in um, a lot of, uh, like you said exactly, even in th- principle, let's say somebody says, wouldn't it be nice if everybody uh, is just peaceful and everything and then they get married? So let's just say, even if you agreed with that in theory, in reality, it's not happening. So it creates um, a sort of a double life, you know, where people try to pretend, if there's a lot of pressure to be a certain way, they try to pretend to be one way, Mm. but actually it's very difficult, so they're not really able to do it. Um, And then they lie and have to do everything in secret Mm. and everything. Mm. Um, And I was just um, thinking about it recently, so much pressure is put on the girl, like we Mm -hmm. even joke about it, right? Um, You know, earlier we were joking, young, young boys, you know, they will, you know, there's all kinds of sayings that boys will be boys or yeah. boys will, you know. And we, we almost kind of laugh about it. Yeah. But the thing is, is that um, obviously they're with somebody, some girl. Yeah. But then if that girl is in, in the family and so much pressure is put on her. Yeah. That she's only a normal human like anyone else. Yeah. But all of the re- reputation of the family is put on her. So if yeah. she does anything wrong, yeah. so much pressure. That's too yeah. much pressure, I think,
2: yeah. on the young person. Yeah, really. Yeah. 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 I was going to say, with it, I think it, it would be good you talk about this, because I think uh, Babi, my mother, was talking about this, and the pressure she had, you know, she, had, she was very... I mean, I would like you to expand on it, but she had to be also very careful about who she talks to in that sense, Even because gossiping to and stuff like that, you would like... Yeah, you can expand on it more. Yeah, I,
1: I mean, a girl is has a lot of difficulties in patriarchal societies. Uh, number one, I mean, she is not encouraged or she's not allowed to have a social life or having education and contributing to economies and politics and to the beauty of life. Mm. And to have a right on the happiness of life, mm. because all these things give you happiness. Mm. So depriving them from social and directions or depriving them from school, depriving them from doing a job in an office, depriving them from businesses. Mm. It deprives them ultimately from the happiness, mm. which all these activities brings into one's life. But somebody would say that uh,
0: they their happiness uh, will just come from being a mom or, you know... That's the part of it.
1: Of course, yeah. they will be happy. I mean somebody will say, but if a girl says that, then we may say, okay, that's fine. That is her choice. Yes, yes, but yes. if a man says that they are happy there, yes. so I can't talk about the happiness of other people, yeah. they should express themselves. Yeah. And I don't believe that 100% of them are happy with that. No. They would love to go out and that's why when there is like a small funeral thing in the village or there is a wedding ceremony, or if they go for uh, bringing water from a nearby stream there are a lot of guns out yeah, because yeah. the small opportunities they find to go out of their home even they go to saints to the uh, uh, saints or go to the shrines to the toms of shrines not just for seeking uh, prayers yeah. but they go there for an outing yeah. just to see the outer world so that's one thing and number two I'm being deprived from that happiness of life. And then coupled with that, all the honor back, all the honor burden is on girl's shoulder. Hmm. Like she is the only source of honor for the family, for the brother, for the father, for the mother, and for herself. Mm. So why this load is on her? Why the? I mean, the same act which is done by a boy. Yeah. I mean, having an unfair kind of um, uh, 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 being in an illicit re- 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 relation with a girl. Yeah. The family is fine. The society is fine with that. Yeah. that person is not excommunicated from the uh, community.
0: Yeah.
1: And many people just may be proud of their son. Might be that, oh, yeah. it's fine with the boys. Yeah, yeah. But the girl She carries this heavy burden being the honor of the family. Mm. And what I tell people that everyone is responsible for one's own honor. I'm responsible for my honor. If I want to be an honorable person, I need not to tell a lie. I need not to steal anything or to be a thief. I need not to involve in anything that is unlawful, illegal. And that's how I keep my credibility and my honor. Yeah. Why my daughter should be responsible for my honor?
0: Yeah. 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 Especially,
1: should, especially when, uh, when you, whoever
0: the person is, may not have many good qualities. But as long as his daughter doesn't do anything wrong.
1: Yeah, yeah I
2: fully agree with that.
1: If, if I think she should be my pride. If she achieves an education, if she's out there to achieve something for herself and for her family and contribute to her community Mm -hmm. rather than becoming an honor, she should be my pride. Mm -hmm. And that is, I ask like like a preacher sometimes, the communities and people that let your daughter be your pride, not your honor you should earn your honor. If you're an honorable person, yeah. earn your honor yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this yeah. I have learned from Jani, from my daughter, and she told somebody, I mean, mm. they may need to earn their honor for themselves. Yeah, they sure. shouldn't like, depend for their honor on girls and daughters ancestors. sisters. Yeah. It is so simple. Yeah. So, like, Khushal uh, mentioned it. So I'll mention, like my wife, Torpeke, I mean, being a girl, one come across boys even in patriarchal societies, and then there are small stories about a girl. Mm. And Torbeke was quite scared that what will be his response about the stories are something which he might. But I was, oh, the the, the stories explained like I mean, <laughs> if it, you mean another. like 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 if he, I mean girls. That if they have talked to someone, if this guy before marriage or something, oh, yes. somebody something, might say something. Yeah, but I was very, really, very really open about all those things. I said, okay, if there is, if there had been something, obviously she's very pious kind of yeah, woman. Yeah. But from my side, that is your life, and yeah, yeah. since you were there before in my life, yeah. that's it. So I, I, I mean. Tell, tell us the story you, about how there was a funny story you told
0: me about how when. Um, when you came to their house she already knew that you were talking about her or something you said oh or something like is, what was that story you told me before about uh you went to visit that fam that family and um said oh i'm um i'm i'm coming to visit or something oh. and somehow uh she she already felt like she knew you were coming to see
1: her or something something like that i can't remember it remember you were telling me about how you I think, How it started. I think I don't remember very really well but uh, The, the first time stories, we yeah. met she, was, she used to come to my aunt's home Okay uh, So uh, they were like uh, in uh, the, she They were like Distant c- 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 cousins Yeah. So uh, that way I found a chance Because there so was could, no boundary wall between, and, yeah, Boundary wall between Our home and my uncle's home Okay. And that's how we exchanged. Um, or just with glances. The, with glances. Yeah. I shouldn't tell the story in detail in front of Kushal. <laughs> was she? Was she? Uh, uh, but uh, uh, but
2: but but like this is how we met. Yeah. Did, did she get paranoid about seeing you? Like oh, like thinking what? No, no. Her she was. Would think she was whether... very
1: brave. She was very brave. Oh, oh, yeah. Honestly speaking. Yeah. Oh, I mean, there might be the story that one day I was, I had been in the fields and. Uh, one of the things that I did in my e- young age as a boy, uh, as a school boy and as a college boy, uh, I loved studying in the open, natural environment. Okay. Like I had my scarf on my H- shoulder. You know
0: Huckleberry Finn? What <laughs> that, is it? You
1: heard of Huckleberry Finn?
0: Is
2: that when they're migrating? In the he,
0: goes, he goes down to the river and he has <laughs> like a stick and a, and a handkerchief with his lunch inside. He goes for oh, yeah. like a picnic and... By the river, and yeah. Kind of so,
1: <laughs> I don't <laughs> know <about> this <laughs> thing, anyway, <laughs> I, I, I don't, I'm not aware of this it's story, like <laughs> this thing, this, this person. Uh, it may be a film thing, I don't know. No, it's like, um, uh, yeah, it's a nice it's, story, anyway. So, but. it was like my student practice mm. as a student, mm. my practice that uh, my routine, uh, that I took my books, my notebooks, uh, and having my a blanket with me and going to the riverside, sitting under the tree in a very green natural environment, the river flowing, it's lovely music, nice. and then studying things. Yeah. Okay. Thinking of girls sometime and studying <laughs> studying, studying, studying books. Yeah. It's natural. Yeah, 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 Of course. And when you have a very romantic environment all around you. So it makes yeah. you more romantic, that's the problem. Yeah. Anyway, so I had been to the riverside uh, and while coming back from there with my books, uh, uh, like that satchel of books with me, and coming home, and I was accompanied by uh, the guy who was helping my brother in uh, rearing the kettles. K- 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 oh, yeah, like, 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 like farmer. Like, yeah, of. he yeah. was a farmer, like, like, like at our farm, small mm-hmm. farmhouse, mm-hmm. you can say. Two buff and not like a big farmhouse, yeah. like, yeah so um and he was a funny kind of person um so i saw girls coming towards us Uh on the road like we were being from east side north side from south and i could see the shawls the colorful shawls Uh on the road Uh and my it was my hunch or something, like, my heart told me that Torpekai must be among these girls. So already you, kind of, in your own mind, you already Ma- knew yes. of her. Uh, no, yeah. I did not know, but it, it, it was just my positive thinking. But What like I mean is, this it, these, this group of girls yeah. might be, one of them might be Torpekai. Which is the one that you liked. Of course, yes, of yeah, course. Yeah. You have met we Rudy. know. Yeah. This is,
2: is modern air he's, he's a poet, isn't he? It? Is yeah. poet. So
1: what <laughs> happened that... Uh, uh, and, and Romeo, <laughs> uh, like we were too far long away, so I saw these girls coming, and then going closer and closer, my heart beating higher and higher, like more and more. And I was very mindful of my hair, so I had a comb in my pocket, and I picked it up, and I told the guy who was accompanying me, walking with me, that can you give me the uh, the, the, the the small uh, packet of the. A with this this car like the tobacco mm-hmm. uh, squid. Let's what I mean. Oh, is it like the stuff you choose? Yes, yes. Dem- and uh, Dem- it has a, 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 a small a a mirror pocket. Yeah. No, no, a mirror uh, packet. Kind of. I mean, you might have seen that. I know what you mean. So you can, you can look at what. Yes, you a picture, mirror. A mirror, a small mirror. I asked him for a small mirror in his pocket. Yeah. And he just gave it to me and I just combed my hair that I am in a good shape crossing (laughs) these girls. And uh, like, now I'm indifferent, not looking towards girls, like pretending that I'm a very pious and very (laughs) gentle boy. I'm not looking, not staring to girls, but just waiting for a beautiful voice or something. Uh, and then I heard uh, the greeting voice of Torpekei. Okay? She said, Paharale. What's that mean? Like? means welcome. Oh. And, oh my God. So, uh, you can <laughs> see that the chest bones are quite... Uh, strong, otherwise my heart would have been outside. Rumor has <laughs> it almost had a heart attack. And I was so happy. I was so happy. So, this was like a small sign for you that she likes you as well? So I knew that she likes me because we had that uh, kind of exchange, yeah. uh, like uh, seeing one another from distance. And yeah. I mean, love is such a powerful feeling that it communicates itself in seconds. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It goes more than a light speed to other people. Yeah, yeah. And the same as heck as well, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but love is stronger, I think. Mm. So I had this feeling. Mm. And when she said, she, when she greeted me, so I was over the moon. Wow. I was not road. Did, did you say anything back? Yeah, yeah, I said, thank you very much and where are you going and why not you stay? Then I was very confident. So I I, I said thing. I just uh, asked her, It was unlikely, but I wanted to have a few more words. And the guy who was walking with me, for him, even, it was unusual. And he was laughing. Yeah. And this
0: is the thing, that that they were walking. So, was that not unusual? How come they were walking? No, no, no. no,
1: no, This is not, I mean, uh, this is, the problem is that when we talk about patriarchy, so, uh, sometimes people think that it's complete blackout of the girls and women. That's not true. I mean, they do walk, they go out. uh, If there is a a family gathering, a circumcision of a a small baby or um, other rituals and festivals, they do go and uh, they have like kind of scarf or kind of thing. But they're not mixed with men, but yeah. that's not a big deal, I think. You know, uh, but the big thing is that they don't have like any say in decision making. They don't have any say uh, in the village council or uh, in the uh, uh, council of elders. Um, even in the family, family th- would, this would, they is, ever, would anybody th- ever ask their opinion? Yeah, in a of the even sometimes they have different roots in the, in the community. Like, uh, there are men roots and then there are like hidden or kind of discreet roots which they take. Like, they, okay, the interesting thing is that patriarchy is so, is, is, is is, is deeply entrenched in society. Mm. That everyone is agreed on those norms. Yeah. Men, um, I mean, men, sometimes men may be fine uh, to have a glimpse of girls walking around. But even the, the, the women uh, and girls, they choose uh, their invisibility. They want to and they, they, they choose that because they, they think that their family male members will be critical of them. Yes. So being scared of the male members of, like being scared of father, brother, husband, that if she is seen on the uh, taro fair, what that is called, the main road, yeah, the main road, uh, then they may not like it, or they may uh, taunt them, or reprimand them. Mm-hmm. So that's why they choose uh, the it's discreet. Almost like they're, they're valued more. Yeah, the more. Uh, Sort, sort of, of suppressed, um, invisible, invisible they are. Invisible, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Suppressed, you can say, are invisible. The more invisible, uh the more valued. Uh, you will astonish that I had shared a post on Facebook. It was about, I mean, something that I wanted that women should have visibility and it's their right. Mm. And... Uh, I forgot about my dead post but somebody who is, is like he's an engineer uh, and he's supposed to be a highly educated man hmm. and he wrote in a comment, he's still respectful to me and he wrote that pearls are more secured and protected inside the oyster.
2: <laughs> Can yeah. you imagine?
1: Yeah. Pearls? are more secured and protected inside the oyster. So, uh, I mean, how can, I mean, I can have a conversation about that with him, mm. that guy. Mm. Why do you make a woman, a human being with all her human instincts, feelings, qualities, mm. just an object, a beautiful object? You mm. still give her uh, the value of an object, yeah. like and that pearl, I mean, you think that is the most precious thing, but I think that that is nothing in front of a human being. Yes. yes. Because pearl becomes that value to pearl has been given by human beings. Yes. 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 If if there are no human beings, pearl will be nothing like more. a stone, like all other stones.
2: Anyway. Also, a flower is more visible, and that's more beautiful than a pearl. Yeah. Yeah. You are doing, um, yeah. I should, you, I so you should are becoming have, the poet as well, him, you say. When two poets.
1: I should have told him that let them be the flowers. <laughs> let them be the flowers. I
2: thought, I thought he would have said that. <laughs>
1: yeah. But, um. Our birds to fly? Our butterflies to fly? Yeah. yeah. But anyway, they will choose the object, even uh, an, 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 an nah, inanimate an an object rather than a living thing. Mm. You see, that's the problem. But it's often. They, they won't give the example of a beautiful flower, mm. which is a living thing. Yeah. They won't give an example of a bird or a butterfly. Mm. They will say, Because
0: mm.
1: also, in many um, sort of throughout
0: history, uh, for somehow w- women are often seen as a pos- uh, property, like a possession. Of course, of course. Unfortunately. Um, you know what I was going to say? Um, so, Tina and my wife and I were chatting about, you know, bringing up our sons and, you know, will we bring them up uh, as feminists or, you know, like this. And Tina was, so we were making a list of things that we would like to teach them. One of the things that Tina said I thought was very um, powerful, she said we need to teach them that girls uh, are human. Which means they're also flawed. Mm. They make mistakes. Yes, yeah. that's very important. They, um, very important. They're deserving yeah. of love, compassion, and forgiveness. Mm. And, and I thought it was very interesting because sometimes what happens is we put women in the two extremes mm. either they're, I don't even want to say the words, you know, like uh, loose or whatever, whatever, no. or they're goddesses. God, yeah. So Pure they're either life. too high or too, too low. And nobody can live up to too high, right? You know, women are powerful, they're this or that. And of course they are. But sometimes they're just not. Just like (laughs) like like us. You know, like like sometimes,
2: you know, and so it doesn't give them room to be uh, human, right? Yeah, Yeah. definitely. Um, Yeah, I agree with that because, and you know, there's a lot of pressure on them as well. uh, Because if, for example, if a woman is walking on the street, they're meant to keep their eyes down. mm. What about the man? He should look away. The whole problem is solved. Because yeah. who, who, what's the issue? Other men looking at them. So if all men keep kept their gaze to themselves, mind their own business, a woman doesn't need to look down. Yeah, you know, a woman Honestly. doesn't need to wear it. I mean, a- that's their choice, personal choice. A- but w- I'm saying, right. you know, they don't, yes. yeah.
1: This is a this is very important thing. Yeah. And look, like the, the people who plead for the parda or for the hijab from the Holy Quran, That's fine. There are um, uh, parts in the Holy Quran, sayings in the Holy Quran which motivates women that uh, they should be modestly dressed. Yeah. It's fine. But there is a clear cut verse in the Holy Quran which asks men that look down. Take care of your eyes. Yes. Lower down your eyes. You are, don't stare means don't, don't stare yeah, yeah yeah because yeah. Uh, because that is the reason that you ask so the reason of uh, wi- 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 human being and those uh, 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 like uh, uh, hijab or scarf not gonna, yeah. is the reason is women uh, men's, men's glances a men's mind men's disturbed. mind yeah. and men's eyes mm. and rather than stressing our men's Glance. The woman become frustrated. The yeah. women become frustrated, and they put more and more clothes on her, more and more curtains on her. But we
0: all know, right? We're three men, right? It do, uh, it doesn't really matter uh, if they're all covered up. Uh, if a man is uh, allowing himself to think in a certain way, he can think like that if she's um, inside of like uh, four knots it, <laughs> <something.
2: Yeah, laughs>
0: it doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah. You know
2: what I mean? Doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. yeah so yeah. so
0: I, I read this thing recently, which I thought was amazing. Uh, I'll try to remember it, but it was something like um the problem is not uh men um seeing women it's men not really seeing women yeah so it's almost like if you if you really saw uh, a woman in her full um as a full person yeah then you
2: would not be disturbed
0: yeah but
2: it's do you know what i mean it's that red button kind of analogy you know if you told a human Kept him in a room, don't press that red button. Yeah. Now he's curious about that red button, what does he do? <laughs> so, yeah. It, yeah, in that aspect. So, I mean, it comes down to men taking responsibility and, you know, bringing change in themselves. And yeah, when you have unrealistic expectations, mm. then not only are you killing their happiness, but you're killing your own happiness and peace as well. Yeah. And that ultimately leads to a more unhappy society more violent society, a yeah, less tolerating society, yeah. and yeah. this is why I wanted to really
0: speak with both of you because um, um, when I first started doing the film, it was very much looking at um, how how is the world trying to help girls to mm. to change their life, and then okay. uh, in the film, you know, I got somebody criticised me and said, "Well, you're a man. Why why do you care? Like, why are you doing this?" And then I started thinking about like involving the men. And I don't know if you've experienced this, but like um a lot of times it's easy for people to understand the girl part. But I I've felt at times a little bit of resistance to the idea of talking about the men and how that you know they could change. Um it seems to be less popular yeah. <laughs> to talk about that. Um but let's Let's rewind a little bit because Zia, yeah, we're here. We're, we're, he's your dad. He's my friend. And I think we're, I, I feel very lucky to to be friends. Okay. And in the sense that, yeah, in the sense that because um, from where you've come from, you you made a decision to be different, right? So tell us about that. Like you know, when 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 you when you made that decision, what it was like, the difficulties maybe that you faced, and then obviously coming here and everything. If you could just tell us a bit
1: so i learn every day and uh, that doesn't mean that i'm a perfect and complete man who the man i want to see myself yeah Um, i still have problems on occasion as i told that patriarchy is such a deep um rooted thing that you you need being from a patriarchal society or being from men's dominated society you need to be always conscious of this thing, that you should not make mistake, you should not hurt anyone for being a uh, success star, being, th- doing things. Uh, so, like, what changed me was uh, education, I should say, obviously, if I had not been an educated boy and if I had not learned good books, where I had rich ideas about equality, human respect Mm. and not discriminating anyone on the base of their gender or ethnicity or uh, like their sex so that was one part. Mm. Also uh, I have a great empathy in my heart and I'm so happy that God has given me the kind of heart which feels for others. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is my, like I'm, I should not brag about it, but I mean, the most bliss thing that you can have is the the beauty of your heart and soul. I mean, uh, doctor will say that heart has nothing to do with that. It is a pumping organ, blood, it pumps our blood, but we, it's it's a figurative language. Yeah. So I'm where the love comes inner from being yeah. I can say that my inner being is always like inclined towards goodness and also my uh, mentality or my thinking or my personality that right from the very beginning I believe in words so much. Mm. Like what i heard from preachers or what i read in the holy book or what i read in the poetry i took it serious like okay. i took it as something that it should one should act upon it oh. and they also changed my life like some people when you meet them they will have million of great ideas great thoughts sharing with people but when it comes to materializing the behavior, yeah, 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 yeah. you hardly see anything in them and then you are disappointed and that's why we are most often get disappointed with educated lot. Yeah, yeah, because you definitely. expect some cer- certain behavior from them being educated mm. and then they behave in a way that you say, oh, let's keep people without any education because if education
2: I mean, I you know, know what you mean. In, uh, in a way, anyway, a simple heart sometimes is yeah, better. I mean, it's
1: very better. So, uh, I what, whatever I heard about Islam in the beginning, like my father told me, and he used to say, he that was a preacher, right? Mosque as well. That if you look at your father's face with love, you earn the reward of hundreds pilgrimage.
0: Okay.
1: Going pilgrimage to Mecca and spending a lot of money. I mean it's a big thing. And what I used to do that when my father was sitting on a couch, I mean Khushar won't do this practice. You just sit there and look at him. (laughs) And I used to and I was looking into my father like having this love (laughs) in my heart. I love (laughs) you. To un the reward the, the the of a yeah. hundred uh, pilgrim pe- pel- pilgrimages. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> so drop our union. Just start looking. I at. I, I I was I, I believed in it. Yes. Yes. So I mean that was other thing. Also my sister's deprivation from education, yeah. and other girls which I could see later in my life who were victim of a lot of atrocities, uh, mm. like uh, family. Uh, being unfair to them, forced marriages, honor killing, mm-hmm. a husband beating their wives. So I was very sensitive and I was really hurt
2: mm-hmm.
1: if I saw any girl being a victim mm-hmm. in any way.
0: Mm-hmm. So you also mentioned, didn't you, about how you, you realized That's, that yeah. um, the <laughs> girl's name was never so, like she didn't exist yeah, Her name never so
1: anymore. what happened god gave me an opportunity uh, and the opportunity was like uh, i had two opportunities number one was coming together with my wife Torpekay. yeah that was the first thing that i had this experience of living together without a, without a, without a, without a, with a, 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 a woman mm-hmm. and um like starting or adopting different values that I had seen in my family when I was a child. Between husband and wife. Between husband and wife. Like different terms of relation which I could see between my father and my mother between my brother and his wife like my sister-in-law mm. and that was the beginning mm. that when we got married like one practice which was very common in the families mm. and it might be still there that when men eat food so it's a, a, a woman or a wife or a daughters. they eat, after, after, the doctor, after. they yeah. eat afterwards yeah. and yeah. also there is another practice it might be still might be in some families that a woman She may be a mother, she may be a sister, she may be a wife. She helps the men in washing their hands. So she will bring this pot and uh, one by one they will wash their hands and then they will start eating, they will be eating and if there is something uh, she will be standing there like like an attendant or like table uh, girl. In the hotel, yeah. um, it's a hotel scene. In the home, yeah. and then she will be, and she's not paid, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> she's standing there voluntarily, and the men will be eating. If a water is deficient, she will quickly bring a glass of water. Or if food is diff- uh, uh, is less in them. So she will be serving these these men, and then she will be afterwards. Mm-hmm. Uh, then they will eat mm-hmm. uh, the. I mean, they will eat food obviously, but the best part of the food are put to the men. One thing, so when I got married and uh, we were sitting together, my brother and some cousins and uh, I mean, my father as well. And then Torpekai started like helping people, washing their hands. But when she reached to me, I stopped her. That's good. And I said, no, I can wash my hands myself. You won't do this thing. Yeah. and she was like surprisingly uh shocked of kind of like it was a pleasant surprise for her she was shocked that oh yeah. I'm married to a different person yeah
0: uh,
1: but I meant it so what did I the other people think never that? I never like uh, uh, did that thing and I always went to the tap water and wash my hand then coming and sitting together eating and my father also changed like, Mm. We had, uh, 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 after I got married, my wife, whenever he came to my home, we sat together and my father enjoyed that. Yes, because he was different. Maybe, maybe, he, he, maybe he, he didn't want, want to change
0: it, but he liked it that you changed it. Change. Exactly.
1: He loved that change which he was not aware of, but the change which I brought, he loved that change. And the same father who never thought about the education of his daughters, he was very much keen about the education of his granddaughter. Yeah. So I saw this change, and that's why, when M- M- Malala was born, so I, I had already these plans. She's your first uh, child, yeah, kind of first uh, first living child. So okay. uh, my first daughter was still born.
0: Okay.
1: So I had these plans in my mind about sons and daughters both. They like i had different names for my sons uh then they were named uh khushal and atal but at that time when i was very like young mm. so i had different names for them okay anyway uh, i would but like to know these names yeah what were they asif zia and some other Zia, like i'm glad, were, how, I'm glad it's khushal so yeah were they more like um it, it was my my first name was their last name so zia kind of of, okay anyway so <laughs> But for Malala, I I had no other thought. I had chosen that name long before she was born. Okay. Long before I was married. Oh, really? Yes, yes. I was engaged and then I saw a poster of this Malala of Mevand in uh, my friend's uh, guest room. And I read about that girl in the folk uh, lords and the the folk songs. Yeah. and then I decided that if I am our daughter's father, my daughter's name will be Malala, yeah. because Malala had her own name, she had her own identity, she had a legendary figure in the Afghan Pashtun history, uh, who was like a legend and was she uh, a kind of a, like a warrior type? Uh, she was kind of warrior, but she raised her voice. What happened at that in the second Anglo-Afghan War, while the Pashtun and Afghan fighters they were fleeing away from the battlefield Mm -hmm. and this young girl who was not there to fight, she was there to help the uh, fighters and the Pashtun fighters to fight against the the British uh, uh, um, um, troops or something Mm -hmm. Uh, and then when she saw these men fleeing away from the battlefield, she went up to the top of a small hell and she raised her voice. Mm-hmm. And she said very famous Tapa, which is called a genre of poetry, that, Oh my young love, if you don't die on this battlefield, if you don't sacrifice here, that means that somebody is keeping you alive for a shameful day. Mm-hmm. So it was like a taunting, like, Uh, raising voice for the freedom freedom of her country Mm. and they touched the hearts and they reached to the the, the men in uh, arm like the the, the fighters and they came back and then she also uh, took the flag in her hand and then she was shot uh, Mm. on that battlefield and she sacrificed her life and next day when the chief of the Pashtun tribes came Mm. so she was yeah. honored
0: like a hero, uh, yeah.
1: like a hero, and she became like uh, an icon, like the Joan of Arc. Is this a,
0: a well-known? Like, would everybody know of this story, or was it a more like not not, not very well-known? It's
1: it is uh, it's it's it, it's very well, very 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 well known. It's every home story in Afghanistan, okay. but it's also known by the educated lot who knows the Pashtun history in Pakistan. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, so they would they would know the name they would recommend Of course. Yeah. And then uh, afterwards, uh, when she was born, I named her and after naming, it was a coincidence. I mean, uh, things happened in my life like uh, something I planned, but things came in my life which I didn't plan. like my cousin brings me the family tree. Ah. Uh, in those days he has, They sprinted the family tree, copies of family tree and they worked hard on it. His father worked on it and then uh, he was very uh, proud of the family
2: lineage lineage, lineage,
1: lineage. Lineage. And lineage, Um, and he brought me this family tree and told me that this one is for you. And when I looked at the family tree, Hushal and Atal were not there. So if we they were born, born their names you, you, would have already been there. Yeah. Okay. So they were not born, obviously. Yeah, yeah. M- 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 Malala was hardly uh, two, three weeks old. Um, older? Old. Old. Uh, yeah, and they were not there. So he had put the boys, the young children's names, boys' name in the tree. But as Kushal was yet to <laughs> born, so there was no name after my name. Yes. And then I picked up pin, I drew a line from my name and wrote Mum, bum, 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 Wow!
0: So on that on that uh, entire thing <laughs> was no other woman's
1: name. Exactly, On those uh, like, um, yeah. Like,
2: yeah. like like yeah, first, uh, yeah.
1: hundreds of names. All men for oh, all men for three to four hundred years back, trace back. They they were all men. They don't even put the wife. No, 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 no. no. They were all men. And the only name that I put there was Malala's name. What What did he think And really, uh, (laughs) I very, well remember his expression. He had a grimace on his face. And he was like telling me that, "Mm, like, like this is, this is, you are doing something crazy. Like it won't work. Uh, Putting a girl name on a family tree. Uh, is very unusual hmm. uh, but I reciprocated with a smile because uh, I didn't want to like uh, challenge him or make him angry I said okay but this is the name I'm putting yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. my family tree will have this name yeah, this yeah, shows yeah, the yeah.
2: importance of small habits like when he's yeah. uh, you know when he married the whole water thing he broke the whole name thing so it's not like yeah that you pre- mm. produce legends. My my sister is a legend. You know, she's one of the greatest people that. Uh, yeah. She the the character that she developed was given was developed through a lot of good habits he built mm. and small habits to the smallest things, and you know quality. You know, you were talking about how there are certain engineers and stuff, mm. but they still have that you know that Hmm. very backward mentality exactly so that can make someone feel very hopeless so you know it's also important to have quality education and teaching these values teaching Hmm. subjects like philosophy and you know subjects where someone can ask the why's because in a lot of you know why not have a girl's name on that tree Mm-hmm. You know yes. Why Why don't these men question themselves mm-hmm. We we are a in a society Where we do things And we don't think Why we do them Yes And we've become too automatic We're like Oh this is the way it is mm-hmm. Why is it the way it is Yes Why yeah. can't it change for the better An yeah, interesting you know? thing is It's yes. a very
0: very good question And the other interesting mm-hmm. thing is Is that it's Easier not to think about it When you benefit mm-hmm. You know what I mean mm-hmm. So like say for example yeah, If everyday Um in my in work or something i i get paid more or i get more of this or I get more of that many people won't question it because they think well i'm doing i'm getting the better part of it yeah you definitely question it if you're getting the worst part of it it. that's when you really feel like why is this is it not fair whatever but like i think well it's a good point you make that um we should all be like looking out for each other rather than just thinking i'm okay yeah you know. Yeah,
2: and then being that kind of individualist, individualistic, mm. it leads to other problems of jealousy and pride, and you know, like he got inspired by a female, you know, mm. that was you know going to feel like a lot. They they kind of see it as a as a worst move if you get inspired by a female, or mm. you you know, it's it's like a kind of thing, kind of coward kind of thing to do if you praise a female, you know, it all. Yeah. Or oh, if, or oh, if your daughter is free, like I know. He, how was that like when you, you know, when your daughter was speaking in these public events? where well, a lot of them like, oh, like, mm. d- did you get any accusations? And how does one deal with those kind of accusations? Mm. You know, very harsh criticism, mm. and it's, it's continu- good- yeah, and continuing, you know, on the staying on the right path and believing that path. It's true because you know you
0: can have your. We can all have our ideals. Yeah. But when it, when it's tested, is when um, you know the the tradition, the culture, the community, like tell you know strongly is criticizing you or something. It must be yeah. difficult yeah. as well. So like so, if I can just kind of so you had already decided that you were gonna you know uh, give her an education different from previously. She was going to school. Everything is growing up. But then just talk to us about when the the challenge started to happen from the community and everything and then on that point. So what, how did, what happened? Thank you for listening to part one. Make sure you join us in part two as soon as you can to find out how the community pushed back against Zia and how they really didn't like the way he was uh, changing things within that community. And there's also so much more as part of this epic conversation. Such a really wonderful insight into their journey and uh, if you make it through part two to part three there are some absolutely hilarious bits as well so look forward to you joining us over there see you soon